Right, welcome back to the One By Podcast. This week we've got a new special guest and we have spoken about Sam's mechanics, both good and bad, his time in Spain. What else have we spoken about? Russell's, uh, Russell's carnival trips or festival oh, trips, yeah. wherever he Russell's, was. Russell's carnival yeah. trips. A lot Tinder, of um, experiences in Spain, by the sense of yeah. things. And um, our mutual friend, Big Sai, came up quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. So we'd like to thank Tinder for today's sponsorship. Uh, Russell's very grateful. <laughs> and uh, enjoy, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if I'm not, if I am. It's still been very productive. <laughs> Welcome back. We are on episode 11. Tom is still swanning around Europe, so we've got a new special guest. Um, This guest is Triathlon Ireland's Athlete of the Year 2016. Uh, He once had a night out in Belfast with Conor McGregor. He finished 54th in the 2010 Junior Men ITU World Championship Grand Final. And some say he's one of five men that have completed Tinder in Leeds. Russell White, how are you doing? I'm not too bad. I don't know what... um, what way are you using the word special for introducing him? I want to know. I want to know who the other four are. Surely it's got to be Will. Will Draper, it's got to be. Yeah. Well, Gordon Benson. Definitely. I, mean, I just bring back to the fact that I met you for like one day on the first camp in Spain. Took a photo of me on the track, and by the second day, I was the only two tags in the story were me and Tinder. Um, and I'm just like. I don't even know this guy. Just cheeky bastard. <laughs> it works oh, out, right? I shouldn't swear on this podcast. No, you can't. Yeah, it's got an explicit rating. Oh, okay, good. Your mums won't be happy. I was going to say, my mum actually told me off for swearing too much a few weeks ago. So I'm running it in slightly, but it's still uh, it's still fair game. Yeah, well, I was similar to panic training. I was panic listening a few episodes today, so I've bumped up your ratings from about three oh, to five. Good. Yeah. I'm going to say we might be double figures soon. Yeah, I hope you've given us a five star and not a one star. Oh, uh, it depends how this goes. I was yeah. panic reading. I was panic listening to see what I was. Oh, I'd let myself in for. Depends how well our mums like him. Yeah. 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 Well, well said this morning that um, your mums must be interested in my story, and that's why I've been called in. Oh, we're interested in your mum. Um. <laughs> Hopefully, as an extra listener, and nothing more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're just trying to we're just trying to get them brands up. The question is, does Tom's mum listen, or does she just shut it off as soon as she realised Tom's not in? Like, yeah. Oh, I reckon, I reckon she listens. <laughs> I reckon there's feedback to Tom about how the episodes without him aren't as good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Sam, how are you? How's Spain? Oh, do you know what? I'm just. I, my, my my job has changed. I went from being a bike mechanic to being a counsellor. Counsellor? Wow. What's the, yeah. Uh... There's just a lot of stressed people that come to us. We save the day and we just look after them. We listen to them. They, they just want they just want to be heard and, and we're there. We can't leave as much as it's I'd a, want to. It's a good thing they don't know you because you don't really ooze um, enthusiasm <laughs> and confidence to anyone. Like say, or approachability. <laughs> but 
I wouldn't think, oh, you know what? I'm having a tough time. Let's just call Sam. He'll be very th- sympathetic. <laughs> <laughs> he, he may grunt up my three times and it'll be good. You are good to go for a beer with, though. I'll give you that. Maybe they just maybe they just want maybe they just need pre-race beers with you. That's probably the best thing that we've we've done so far. I'm with Sam. If if my mum fancies coming, I'm working for Nirvana. I've told her, but she wants to hear again. Uh, bike mechanics, and I'm with a load of Geordies, and all they can do is drink. I, and it has been incredible. I've I've never seen anyone drink like it. And I don't know how they'll wake up in the morning and just crack on. When you say all they can do is drink, surely they can fix bikes as well. Well, there's one other lad with me who he we've been assigned bike mechanic one, bike mechanic two. He he likes to think he's bike mechanic one, but you know he's got a slow start to the day because he's got a sore head. Whereas I'm on the Rattlers and I'm I'm a bit better. <laughs> is that the drink of choice tonight? Rather, yeah. it's been on the hooch. You know, hooch isn't a Rattler. <laughs> I've just had a text asking if I can get myself into uh, into Pontevedra to pick some people up who've uh, missed the bus, and unfortunately, I've I've had one too many to to get myself in a van. But is that not what Nirvana's based on? Picking people up? Yeah, we're all sat in a restaurant hoping that these twenty people manage to get themselves back. So if you are listening, uh, I hope you had a nice night in Pontevedra. <laughs> <laughs> Jack from racing world champs. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just sending people down the river and then documenting yeah. it online. Well, for a travel company, they are fantastically last minute. Fair. We probably, uh, considering they're paying your wage for the week, we probably shouldn't slam them too hard. No, well, no. There is a core group of staff that I'm not included in who do work all hours of the day and get everything sorted it is just a few of us that are reprobates we we clock off when we clock off and that's the end of the shift but i, I have a funny feeling when the races start tomorrow that is gonna end because the, uh, i've been gone i've been here since tuesday tuesday was quiet wednesday was busier today was busier tomorrow races start i think it's just going to be we're going to work until people don't need us to work anymore and that's going to carry on all the way till Monday. How's the schedule? What races are on? When's the actual race? So, Friday's Super Sprint. Saturday is, I want to say, Sprint and Elite Men. Sunday is Aquabike because I've had Simon in. Had him in today. <laughs> uh, get Good his bike Simon. ready. Give him a shout out. Big yeah. Biggest fan of pizza. Well, uh, so I was walking down. King. I was walking down the road yesterday, <laughs> and just saw someone leaning out of his car window like Harry Redknapp, and obviously it was Simon. <laughs> so we should explain who Simon is to the listeners. So <laughs> Simon, I stayed with him on camp. He uh, he's one of the lead, he trains with the lead squad that you guys are part of with Alan John. He's how old is he? Forty five. Have I sold him short there? I just said twenty one. He does Olympic distance aqua bike. Uh, and he swims in the in the Russell lane. Running. Yeah, he does hate running. <laughs> and his wife today said that he has to finish in the top two. Oh what? So no pressure, Simon. Well, there's only there's only know. one. There's only him racing. <laughs> <laughs> is that the same, is that in the the relationship finishing in the top two, <laughs> or um, is that um, in the race? <laughs> he he's one of the only people I've ever seen that. Eats a worse diet than me. 
on camp for one of the nights for dinner, he got like ham. As in, like, we're not talking like fancy ham, like your Tesco value. Obviously, it wasn't Tesco or in Spain, but like packet, it's that really cheap, like lunchbox ham, the same quality of cheese, put it on a plate, smothered it in barbecue sauce, and ate it for his evening meal. Training That's camp. Charcuterie board. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Leeds what version. In Spain? Yeah. <laughs> It was absolutely wild. Yeah. And then he, one night he paid me to cook a steak for him. I love the fact that he, he tried to leave to find Burger King that was on the side of the road. And <laughs> just came back hours later and we probably should have asked him if he knew what Sticky Vicky was. <laughs> he didn't. The Burger King sign is one of the biggest in the place. It's like down the main road and it's the big, it's like a 30 foot sign and he, he missed it. Where, where's Sticky Vicky, Russell? Um, I don't know. I've just uh, heard it's <laughs> somewhere in Bannon. Yeah. To be fair, I, no, I'll, I'll own up to that one. Um, if any triathletes remember the name Richie Nichols, yeah, what a lot of stories follow him around. Um, but we were in a camp with Triathlon Scotland in Bannadorm. Why we went to Bannadorm, I don't really know. But um, Also, you're Irish. Yeah, but I went to Union Sterling for, okay. for background. <laughs> just, just clearing that one up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just last night at camp. I actually had a hooch that night, believe it or not. I think it's the, I think, I think it's, I think it's the only time I've ever had a hooch in my life. So it's weird that I'm Sam's not drinking anything podcast. else now. <laughs> yeah. So it was just one of those nights. Last night at camp, we're actually going on to Aguilas further down the coast, but... We got one shot of limoncello, so that meant that we obviously needed another cocktail afterwards, just at an internet cafe. Um, and then it just hit us, we had a hooch on the way back, just to add to it, and for for walking beers, or walking drinks. And got back really hammered after like three drinks, don't know why. And left laptops back and found ourselves um, in Sticky Vicky a couple of hours later. Amazing. What a camp. It was. was, But um, yeah, Richie's notorious for... He was able to wangle with the coaches that he was getting ready for Katira. And he'd race better if he had a bit of a blowout. So (laughs) instead of getting in trouble, that's how he swung it and we were allowed to go out. How did he get on? Um, Probably not the best swim for Richie and a hard day after that. We, uh, I've been on, I've done two months now in Benidorm with the lads in February and and not once have I been on a on a mad one in in actual Benidorm. Quite disappointing. Yeah, I've been people watching. Well, you went for your I've birthday, a... didn't you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we we went we went people watching for the day and then went out for a meal that you stole the show of. <laughs> so we sat we're in this Italian restaurant, sat at like what was like ten of us, wasn't there? We sat around a massive table. And uh, on these like old little rickety wooden chairs, and I went to push my push my chair backwards, and the back legs went backwards, and the front legs stayed where they are, so it just split in half. I just hit the deck really loudly, and the whole restaurant just lost it. We were laughing for about forty minutes. We didn't even get a discount. And yeah, the waitress couldn't speak. She was just gone. She was like done. That was it. Russell, uh, how's your training been? We should actually talk a little bit about you. Yeah, I guess so. Um, not too bad. I've been getting abused because well, I did three races in three weekends. 
I guess I'll put that forward to the first question. Is it justifiable for three Olympic distances in three weekends and traveling China, Spain, Czech Republic that, um, <laughs> that I can have a rest week off the back or I've been abused <laughs> that it was taper, tapering for three weeks so <laughs> I should just I mean, get back on the train? Does it matter because <laughs> you did it anyway? Yeah, tr- it's done now, yeah. Well, that's my take. Was, was I wrong? That you have to go like it would make sense if it was kind of the other way around, but you fly over Czechia to get to Spain and then end up going three hours back on yourself. I didn't really pick when the races were on. I just followed the calendar. It <laughs> <laughs> should be having words with World Triathlon. I reckon you're good there. Mm. I'll give you that. Three ten k's yeah. back to back off the bike is is not the one. Yeah, and I was out there a wee bit longer than most people, so. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could be worse. It could be Iron Man's. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I could do three back to back. Aren't you doing the same again though? In the next few weeks? Or in um, all in Asia, three oh, back to okay. back, but Olympic sprint, Olympic, less traveling, and one easy oh, one. So you, so you literally have a taper in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Just flush the body out. Yeah. Well, I say that, but um, I'm not actually on the start list for the next two races, so. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got to roll on? Yeah, I've got to wait to roll on. Um, there shouldn't be any more difficult of a start list than the previous. Like, If people aren't going to two World Cups in Europe, I don't see why they're flying the whole way to Asia. Yeah, fair. You had a, we should add, you're doing this because you had a difficult year last year with injury and health. And Yeah, is that fair? I guess so. Is this, um, this is probably the most serious and sensible chat to this podcast well, rather we than a whoa 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 you got jealously lean to be honest <laughs> Je- jealous <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I, that's why I completed did, Tinder you did the Peter K lost 10 stone in a day yeah so yeah I, um, I have Crohn's um, I had a massive flare up last summer sort of end of May start of June lost uh, 9 kilos in 10 days so down to 62 kilos and yeah and about you should, you should I, I have ex- off the back of that yeah well <laughs> I, I started going on the tour the, yeah the bike club like the cycling club at home afterwards and it's funny with cyclists that you know basically just no power whatsoever and they just um you ever thought of keeping the weight off i'm like i'm normally like <laughs> 71 yeah. kilos here mate they may as well have said you do you ever think about just staying unhealthy? Yeah. Yeah. Train more, eat less. Yeah. No, I wouldn't advise it. It's uh, don't lose it down the toilet in nine days. It's Fair. not advised. How, how on edge do you feel when we're asking you serious questions? No, no, completely fine. Um, oh, good. So, I, so you're not waiting for the punchline? <laughs> I was just uh, <laughs> like winding you up. <laughs> no, no. I mean, obviously I didn't experience it, but... The hardest part sounded like the food after, well, the lack of food afterwards. More than yeah, anything. liquid diet. Yeah, tw- 12 weeks of um, Nestle sort of medicated shakes. Oh, that is rough. But you're back, you're fit, you're healthy. Yeah, yeah, back. Um, probably needed to go sort of that serious and not like in the hospital and get yeah. on top of it and find out what worked. And yeah, it's just, I guess, been a a long slog back um, just even you can eat eat the weight back on but you can't really eat muscle back on not that I, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm very muscly but um, 
I, For people yeah. that don't know Russell, he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger normally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had to make it somewhat functional when I put the weird vibe on, so um, it's taken a good year anyway. Well, we let Kieran talk about his race last week, so we thought, you know, give you opportunity at least to explain a bit about what you've been up to before we go back to the usual nonsense. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, you've got some you've got some stories to tell by the sounds of it. So, I've, I reckon I've built 40 bikes out of boxes this well, the past two days. Yeah. I've not found anything interesting yet, and I'm... I'm kind of... I'm waiting for it, and I keep, like, we've got a load more people coming tomorrow, and I've People keep just dropping bikes off, and I'm not. I'm waiting for a bike box to open, and there's be all kinds of rubbish inside of it. And I was just a bit more curious of what what, what do people put in them? Because when I go away, I pack my bike box full, and it is full of all sorts of rubbish. And I was waiting, and we've just not really had anything yet, and I was quite disappointed by it. So there's only bikes in the bike boxes. Pretty much, yeah. No, like kit, gels, helmet, shoes, spanners, Literally kitchen nothing. sinks. No, and then, and then apart from that, the, the, the only mad thing I've had is the amount of people still running tubular tires. Tubular. And come, yep. And then coming to me and going, "Oh, will you pump my tires up to 140 psi, please?" What? I had a bloke today who said, do you reckon you could get 160 in my tyres with your pump points because my hand pump won't do it? And I said, 160? He went, yeah. And I was like, I I'm, I'm, I'm don't really want to give you more than 90, to be honest, mate. I want to watch, I want to watch him ride round and hit a pothole. The explosion would be quite summing. He said it's not comfortable unless he's above 140. How heavy was this guy? He wouldn't I'm... have been more than 70 kilos. <laughs> He'll be riding on a, a shopping trolley wheel. Being that hard. <laughs> I, I actually have a good story f- for you that'll leave names and, and countries and people out for... Just call him Steve. Steve yeah. from Scotland. <laughs> Steve. No, it's a... Fi- well, there was another um, bike mechanic, not in triathlon, in cycling. Um, female athlete asked him... Um, or could you go put um, new brake pads in my bag, please? They're just dropped into the bottom of my bag bag. So he was rummaging around in the bottom of the bag bag <laughs> to find um, a personal item hid inside a sock <laughs> of his female cyclist. <laughs> and was See, quite that's what I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> quite mortified to find this um, instead of brake pads. <laughs> Amazing. Did he mention Fair. anything? Um, I thought you were going to ask, did he use it? <laughs> well, that, give that's it, question give it two. Have you listened to the, uh, is it the Jordan North podcast when someone sent that story in? And uh, so basically some ga- some girl found her mum's personal item and used it. Oh, yes. And then, <laughs> and then, and then saw the inscription on, and it was a replica of her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my man. God. Yeah. That is rough. That is a bad day then, in the office. And then, and then she said, was it bad that I liked it and wanted to go back? <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear that, but... Yeah, that was... I uh, said it's the best she's ever used. There you go. Oh. Yeah, we've really digressed here. Yeah, I don't think this is mum content tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's someone's mum. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> let's get this. Let's, let's bring moving this, on. Yeah, let's get this back on track. So we've had an is it me all this week, which accidentally slammed two people that we all know quite well. So, hey Jack, Tom and Sam, I'll obviously change that to hey Jack, Russell and Sam, love the pod and your photography Jack, so she's obviously not slamming my photography like our last friend. I often listen whilst doing passive heat prep for Kona, uh, as if heat prep wasn't bad enough, uh, to keep me entertained, distracted or getting my body temperature up. At the pool today, I saw something for, is it me or, is it just me or, is it a bit much to put trainers on to aqua jog? I saw someone in the aqua jogging lane, <laughs> the aqua jogging lane, as if it's a real lane for aqua jogging, with proper lace-up run trainers on. Never seen this before in my life. And then she followed on with, why would you ruin your trainers in a chlorinated pool? Mind blown. That's from Hannah Monday. Great, great human. Thanks for that, Hannah. What do we think? No. I'm saying no, but I can see the resistance side of it, but... I mean, I don't think I don't, I've ever aqua jogged in my life. I think I know two people. I've, I've filmed two people that have been aqua jogging recently, and they both wore trainers. And they might be in a relationship, and I might film for one of them, but we won't name names. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wonder who it could be. In the Leeds Uni pool, and they've both been injured. And there's footage of it. Well, there's footage of one of them. So are they wearing carbon shoes or not? I think she was. I don't know what he was. Sure I don't know what he was wearing. <laughs> I think so. I'm gonna have to check my footage. <laughs> but yeah, old trainer. And also on their underwater treadmill, they also run in trainers. Is that the same? Does that I, count? I, I reckon that because there's there's impact on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think that's. I'll I give him. I'll give him underwater rather than grip. For the. I've also area. I've also known a certain triathlete a triathlete get injured from aqua jogging. What? Yeah. How do you manage yeah. that? Oh, IT band injury. <laughs> Quite an injury prone athlete himself, but he uh, yeah, he he was had a stress fracture, so he was doing some micro jogging and then got a, an IT band injury off the back of it. Was it the same person that was wearing trainers? I don't know if they were wearing trainers or not because I've never been. It's not something I've ever. If I if I need to stop running, I'm more than happy to just not run because I don't really like running to start with. Yeah, fair. At what well, point is aqua jogging required that you couldn't use a cross trainer? That, yeah, I wonder this sometimes. Well, one's in a pool and one's in a gym. And but there's no well, impact I, in either. I know where they are, but they're like, <laughs> it, like, how bad does the injury be that you couldn't use a cross trainer if you can aqua jog? Or is it just that, like, these people feel like aqua jogging is better than a Like, they're more, they think they're being more elite. I'm obviously not referring to the two that I filmed. They are more elite, but the oh, average yeah, person. Yeah. What if there's know. an aqua jogging lane? How many people in Loughborough are injured? Well, <laughs> up in Samaritz, lane one is just purely aqua jogging. Well, that's <laughs> old people, isn't it? No, it's every injured athlete runner. that goes up to Samaritz and can't do their training whatsoever. <laughs> if you're a runner who's gone to Samaritz on an altitude camp and then you can't run... Go home. I reckon, yeah, go home. I reckon that's the Yeah, 100% go home. <laughs> yeah. Just have well. a day off. Speaking of runs, I uh, did something else stupid this week. Well, this two stories tied in. Last week, I claimed that my wrist wasn't broken. It's sprained. I went back to the hospital and it is, in fact, very broken. So, uh, not very broken, fairly broken. So, I'm out of a cast, but I'm in a splint. And then, I w- so I went down to Nottingham. Because I can't ride a bike, I decided... I was going to get the train to Derby and then run back to Nottingham for no reason. Got back, got back to Nottingham, only to realise I then had to go for lunch in Derby with Dave Bishop. 
So then drove back to Derby anyway. I'm hoping to see him here. Actually, I've I've heard I've heard loose loose talk of him coming out. Yeah, he was he was on the fence because he's racing. He wants to race Robin Hood half marathon on Sunday, and he would obviously miss that if he. Um, yeah, if he was to fly out to Ponte Vedra. We actually speaking of breaking. Uh, you broke your scaphoid, haven't you? I have. We had a woman in. So where we are today next room to us is the uh, physios and a woman walked through with a sling on went up to the physios and said oh I've broke my scaphoid uh, do you mind just taping it up for me because the ITU won't let me race with my uh, my cast on so I'm going to have to take that off um, <laughs> but I want some support so I think if you guys can just put some KT tape on it I'll be all, all right. people are so stupid although you say that yeah I I'm not meant to be doing anything daft. And today I went for a massive trail run and took the biggest bail you've ever seen. And I'm now actually like, <laughs> now might have to go for a scan on my ankle tomorrow. It's that bad. So from not doing anything stupid, I've already done something stupid. So yeah, I can kind of relate. P- if people it's your guess, ankle and not your wrist, then... It's true. It, but it's only because I might, like... It might have happened anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, as if you're going to do it. Uh, it's draft legal, isn't it? I, can't, I I tried to avoid getting involved in the conversation, so I don't know what race she was doing. But Because that's, you know, oh, let's go and do a draft legal race on the wheel one-handed doesn't sound like the best idea. No, and she didn't take the news of, no, we're not going to be responsible of taping you up because we don't want anything to do with it very well. Yeah, insurance job's not going to go down well there. Yeah, same with a guy who turned up the cracked frame and we told him that we're going to send him an email so that there is written, we do not want you to ride this bike in the race. And he said, oh, I'll try it anyway. How cracked? I mean, not that I'm, I wouldn't ride it myself, obviously, but like, how bad are we talking? Seat stay, I reckon I could have flicked it in, into two pieces. Well, I, uh, so I was down in Leicester yesterday shooting with uh, Bottrell and there's an athlete in there who probably might actually listen to the podcast, so I won't say too much, but she finished, she got hit by another athlete doing 70.3 worlds with about 40k to go, got back on the bike, rode the last 40k and both her seat stays were snapped. Wow. Yeah. And how does it stay intact? I don't know. She, the bike was fully written off once she got to transition she's like the back wheel was just wobbling everywhere but I got round I was like Jesus in Finland yeah that's incredible yeah so and then she got home wrote the bike was written off and she just had a new one ready for Kona that's why she's in for a bike fit so pretty um, we've wild. had a fair few Matt Bottrell bike fit bikes in, in today getting built and you can spot them from a mile off they're all the giants because you've got HJC helmet bars. All H- about HDO, yeah. <laughs> I told yeah, that like, they, Every single one of them is near enough identical. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. He's trying to get me on their drag to zero bars at the minute. <laughs> I told him I'll ride them, but I'm not paying for them. And obviously, Matt B. Matt was like, well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> As in, <laughs> no. <laughs> not not bashing, but are the bike fits based on how early you are or sponsorships? <laughs> sponsorships. I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. <laughs> this is the fastest. Yeah. Ask what shop and who. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I saw, did you see Chris, Chris Weeks' story today? We should talk about that. Obviously, we all went for a beer with him on Sunday night. He's now flown out to Girona, 
paid 14 euros for a swim. Then reckons he only swam 1k, so paid 1 euro 40 per 100 meters. Have you seen him swim? No. I reckon he was. I reckon that 1k, that was him. I I 100% (laughs) believe that he only. I I would almost be more positive that he did less than 1k. Would you pay 14 euros for a swim? No. Uh, that, Russell, that, you, that's... you probably do actually, Russell. I probably do if I was to work it out, but I'd, ra- I'd rather not. It's, it's because Sam's now he's standing on pool deck that it's probably 14 quid. <laughs> Sam, you get paid that for a swim. Yeah, it's a privilege to have me stood there. <laughs> At least he can use a stopwatch now. It's only taken a couple of months. <laughs> How bad was it to start with? Um. It wasn't too bad. Well, it was a lack of confidence. I got, <laughs> when I started, like I had... Whispering. I, I had... I had a, Al tell me that all I needed to do was read the last number out. Ignore all the rest. Everyone should know what the rest of the numbers are. And it turns out that everyone doesn't know what the rest of the numbers are. So you shared a three and it's either a 63 or a 113. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're either having a great day or a terrible day, and you just got to work yeah. it out. I'm just letting people decide that for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Although it isn't Kozbak now as well, so you've got you've got uh, assistance. I've got assistance, but both me and Mitch are Have out here now. Have you got now, assistance? So Cos- <laughs> 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 She's not going to listen, Sam. You're all right. <laughs> Yeah, maybe no, she, she will. Won't. No, maybe no she... I'm on the podcast. She might listen. Yeah, I was going to say. Week. Maybe yeah. that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> she is your biggest fan, the swim co- swim coach of the Leeds squad. Yeah, I did get a um, awkward hug when I returned from my my couple of weeks away. Is that how you describe it? Yeah, um, <laughs> I had to point on a teddy bear afterwards. <laughs> she touched me here, here, and here. <laughs> It's funny for us, but no one knows who Cos is no, or what she no. looks like. Or well, there's no context here. <laughs> no, it, it's all in good humour, and um, it's just funny that um, definitely a lot of the banter would, if it was a male swim coach, they'd lost their job years ago. But um, <laughs> with our group, it just flies. She is, she is uh, good value. Yeah, Sam, you've uh, did you ask this question? How much is it acceptable to eat at a cafe stop? I got asked that by someone I was fixing a bike for the other day because uh, they basically said that they were out riding and had a full English breakfast uh, whilst everyone that they were sat with just had a coffee and they felt massively judged. Uh, yeah, of course. Well, I think you have to read the room. I was going to say, I'm, I'm kind of on the full English side. I'd have probably had a cake as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I thought I'd bring it up because I knew that it'd be quite a... Quite a split decision. Well, obviously, when we're doing like the long rides, we just eat everything in the world. <laughs> it's just like every stop's like three thousand calories. Well, when we did that long ride in Spain, I I thought we did quite well. Did you I not thought, have a McDonald's got... and a Guinness somewhere yeah. in between? Yeah. About thirty k from home. Yeah, we we didn't mean to have a McDonald's and a Guinness, <laughs> and it wasn't together. <laughs> Although that sounds like my kind of party. <laughs> We didn't, we didn't we didn't we didn't suffer by having a McDonald's or a Guinness, but it was never part of the plan. I think they'd be my death row meals, McDonald's with a Guinness. 
<laughs> it would definitely be up there. It's not a bad I'm a two-minute walk from McDonald's here. I think in between Saturday and Tuesday, I had six McDonald's. Oh, well, yeah, because you, you outdid Chris, and I thought Chris did pretty well, considering well, he did Nice last week. I had one Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. Don't think I had one on Monday, and then I had two or three Tuesday. Three? Yeah, yeah uh, no, Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know what, all the days are the same because I'm retired. Um, I had Greg's <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> I had Greg's for breakfast, McDonald's for lunch, and then McDonald's for dinner. What a specimen. Did you go to the same McDonald's twice or is it different McDonald's? I actually did, yeah. In Leicester. <laughs> yeah. And then, what's the difference between a lunch a lunch McDonald's and a dinner McDonald's? Uh, not a lot. In your order? I, I just had a different order. And I also <laughs> had loads of free nuggets as well. Because it's Monopoly at the minute. I keep winning stuff and then you have to go back. I had a McFlurry and won a McFlurry. Like, a, like good marketing. Yeah. Exactly. I mate, mean, I've got shares. It's good for the share price. It won the sponsors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, one share. That cost me two hundred and thirty pounds and that was my Christmas present to myself. Does that yeah, mean there's um there's an appearance fee on this podcast for me coming on if you're able to spend two hundred and seventy <laughs> quid on a on one share of McDonald's? Yeah, I'm a baller, mate. Invoices, Russell, we'll get to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you can add it. I'll add it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> Although I've been working for you, so. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, tag, tag on Tinder and Instagram stories. <laughs> Quality work. What Make was it. that Instagram picture? What Instagram picture? The one that you tagged me in. What are you on about? T- today. Yeah. Oh, do we need context to that? <laughs> Jack scrolling through my Instagram. Oh yeah. So I was. Um, I was doing a bit of good old background research on on Russell, uh, ready for his introduction. And on my laptop, you can flick through like uh, Instagram or Twitter really quick. So, you know, if someone's got like 600, 700 posts, it only takes a couple of minutes to get right to the bottom. So I was like, oh, well, this is fair game. Let's see what we can find. Um, (laughs) There's a photo of Russell. It must be nearly 10 years ago uh, with a girl at a carnival. In, were you in Spain? Yeah, so I was on a triathlon Ireland camp this time. I'm, I'm thinking it was an Easter camp. Um, and then there's just like one of those religious Spanish carnival parade type things. And if anybody manages to find a photo to... I, like, you can tell by like this shit coat that I have on that it's absolutely freezing. <laughs> and this girl has what can only be described as, I don't know, like a hook (laughs) (laughs) instead of like bikini bottoms. So like, it's like a clamshell or something on the front. It went underneath her and then (laughs) curled around the top of her ass cheeks to like hold it on. And, but this was the whole parade. So I guess I was, I don't know, and 21 at the time, actually one of the youngest in the group and was like, just egged on to ask one of them for a photo so it was good value it's one of those ones that always pops up on like facebook memories that you're like it just has to be shared every year Um, (laughs) so i tagged so i tagged sam just to just to point it out (laughs) (laughs) yeah but basically just a spanish carnival and absolutely freezing probably march april time or something um and yeah 
I was either praying up the street. Fair. It was uh, far out. Wasn't there? I oh know it wasn't a carnival when we were in Spain this year. It was like a big race, wasn't it? Like an obstacle race or something. I just remember a town being mega uh, busy. Yeah. There was that, and there was um, was it Tour of Cat- No, it wasn't Tour of Catalonia. It was Tour of. Uh, there was a, there was a women's professional cycling race came past us this year. What was that race? Yeah. Yeah, it literally was, came outside the supermarket outside my house. I was like, that's such an odd... There's so many roads around here, and that's such an odd road for them to go by. And Ruth jumped on the back of, like, the Movistar train or something on a training ride a few days before. Did and they offered, a, they offered her water, I think. They are like, have you got enough water? She's like, yeah, thanks, though. The year yeah. before, I was riding up out of Calpe up that main road, and I was doing... I was doing some, some intervals, so I had 30 seconds max into four and a half minutes just below threshold. And I was sat on the back of a group, and I had to do my max, pop it around the side, get myself up to about six 650 watts, go as hard as I could, sit back in, settle in. It was the UAE Team Emirates, and I got maybe a third of the way up the group on my 30 seconds and then settled into my just sub threshold and just got spat and then the team car came past and he was just clapping out the window <laughs> was it, was it um, this year as well you lot were doing efforts and then you uh, you end, all ended up in basically a road race up Rats and Pidcock and um, who else is there Pidcock and uh, oh, what's his name I, yeah. the London lad and uh, um, you guys almost Teo. Nearly, Teo. Teo yeah and you all nearly killed yourself on the descent so I was no, about 20 minutes was ahead actually, of that, so I was just waiting at the top, so I, I missed the race up. It was but actually then, quite, it was the most sensible event up rats, because travellers no, just try to kill themselves, and cyclists are just enjoying it. But yeah, but then on the way down, those boys going to descend, just yeah, finish this yeah. Because I wasn't there, and then Sam messaged me like, yeah, the descent was pretty squeaky bum time. Yeah. And you can descend well, as well. Was, well, it was more, it wasn't the fact that it was dangerous, it was more of the fact that it was... Pigcock, me, Teo, and it was like, right, so I need to follow his line so I don't want to look shit and look like I've just dropped the wheel, but then I don't want to take a risk that I don't think I can do and take out Teo behind me. So it was like I was stuck between a rock and a hard place and I just moved to the side, waved him through and took my time. Yeah, that would have been the move I'd have done on the first bend. Pretended yeah. I was taking my time and just got shelled. <laughs> Talking about crashes, did anyone see Coons? Um, no. Fierce Have you not seen it? Today. No. Oh. Where is it? Oh, I'll send this across and you can see. It, European TT champs. Yeah. He uh, he had his head down, giving it giving it some, and just went sh- pretty much straight into the barrier. And yeah, near enough wrote off his well wrote off his helmet definitely and. Oh. I mean. I'll Everyone on Twitter's kicking off saying that Whoa. he shouldn't have been allowed to finish, pretty much. Yeah, no well, way. Like, con- concussion protocol, if you do that to your helmet, never mind how cut and bleeding he is, if you hit your helmet yeah. to break that hard, that, that has to be a head injury. Yeah. Complete a well, cycle. He wouldn't have been allowed to start like that, so you really shouldn't be allowed to finish like that. Nah, yeah. that's pretty bashed up, isn't it? And you can see on his legs and stuff, he's got a few scrapes as well. Yeah, yeah. just head down and the barriers just like went from, say, two lanes to one lane. And he just rode straight into them. Oh, that's so rough. There's a lot of people, though, saying that the team car should have warned him. 
but I'm, I'm not too sure on that. I think it's up to the riders to know where they're going and, and look look up for barriers. Yeah. Because, it, like, from the video, if you're a team car watching a, a TT rider, you know, they're going to be millimetres from some barriers taking the fastest line. Mm. So, like, you're not going to have that judgment of, oh, actually, he's just going to ride straight into this. He's not going to deviate in the slightest. That Joshy Tarling. He still came second. Did he? Did he? Mm. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he came. Oh, he, did he come second or was he in second at that time? Oh, I'm not too sure. Uh, who was on the podium? That Joshy Tarling's an axe. Yeah. Uh, it looks like yeah. it is him that's come second, yeah. Oh, it's definitely a Swiss rider. Yeah, because that post mm. actually says sadly missed out on another potential victory. Um, yeah, because it was 20 seconds or something. I don't think he was down for that long considering he mangled himself up pretty well. Yeah, well, that helmet's not very arrow after that crash. <laughs> yeah, he came second. Wow. That's absolutely nuts. He looks like he's cleaned himself up pretty well for the podium, though. Like, he doesn't look like he's had a crash. Yeah, screw that, then. <laughs> he should be allowed to com- finish. If you're still finishing after that crash and coming second, there's yeah, not that much wrong with you. How strong are your amphetamines? <laughs> yeah, good, good adrenaline as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah good, good, good boost, just... Yeah, just get the adrenaline pumping and push on. Mate, that is a different... Psychos are a different breed, aren't they? Yeah, really are. I thought I was hardcore for running 6K today on a sprained ankle. (laughs) 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 Or riding 180K with a fractured wrist. Maybe I could make it as a cyclist. Yeah, so I'll give you that one. That one's one's pretty nuts. Except I just hold 150 watts less. Or is that just out of stubbornness? Stubbornness. If, if you're holding 150 watts less, do you not just topple over? <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, yeah. That's how I do my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. balance the bag. <laughs> you see me ride a bike. It's very questionable. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> I just always claim I'm holding a camera and that's my excuse. I've also seen you drop a camera as well. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen the state of your camera before. <laughs> when did you see me drop a camera? Um, I mean, it happens all the time, but I just I was curious. There is that one road... Oh, yeah, on the... Connecting, when we doing... connecting the rats. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I dropped the camera like three times that camp. It wasn't ideal. Yeah, with the screen, the back screen held together with sellotape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I had to get a new one. Yeah, that was rough. Oh no, they wouldn't fix it for me. I had to buy a new camera, dickheads. Oh, there's definitely an appearance <laughs> fee. You're talking about spending far too much money on this podcast. That is my job. I do have to buy cameras and shoot with them. <laughs> true, true. I'll let you off. To that. be fair, you got a new bike this year, so you can keep quiet. Me? Yeah, didn't you? Have, oh, you just had a new bike. <laughs> what, the, the, the Genesis? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. So um, how much did I buy the Genesis off you? Oh, was it, was it two hundred pounds all in plus a bill? <laughs> so, <laughs> do you know? What? I thought you were talking about the BMCs. You had a new BMC. Yeah, I'm on. I might be on like frame, frame number one, fork number. So if it's four BMC. A brand I won't disclose. Um, <laughs> I've had four frames, but I'm back to frame one. But like fork number three, because um, it broke steer tube number four. 
Um, so I'm still riding technically a bike from 2018. Oh, I actually man. contacted yesterday another um, top bike brand, Irish version, or dealership, but um, that didn't go too well. Um, Quite a new able... big Trek dealer in Ireland as well though, mate. I've heard that really recently. Yeah, um, I'll maybe approach that too, but I That's love the fact that some of these companies can say that uh, their excuse for not giving you the bikes is that they're se selling too many of them, so they don't have any to give you. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you're, you're obviously making enough money out of it that one one bike won't go on this. But um, it's That's bad when the excuse is um, being, <laughs> they're being profitable. I was going to say, that's how Fenella got her first track from the dealership in Ireland. All oh, right, yeah. I'll maybe have to contact them after my three big mediocre performances <laughs> recently. <laughs> God, Sam, what were you going to say? Uh, that day that you turned up to my house with a few frames, a few forks, and a few group sets, and just said, let's turn this into one, one race-worthy bike. <laughs> And Lucy just looked at us and was like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Did you make yeah. a bike? Yeah, yeah, we made a very good bike. And so, like, I can't plead sort of, like, oh, I'm hard done by because I had enough stuff, but it was just an accumulation of being in triathlon that long that I'd, you know, a couple of BMC frames, um, I had my Olympic bag that I wanted stripped down, so I had parts and power meters and cables and I think of about a couple of Shimano hoods, but <laughs> we'll have to work out which one doesn't work every time and the odd derailleur and yeah, it was it was a lot of stuff for one uh, Frankenstein bag, <laughs> probably is the best way to put it. Was it a racing bike or a trading bike? A uh, racing bike. The old mm -hmm. Genesis became the training bike. <laughs> It'll be back out soon. Yeah. We, we probably shouldn't mention the Genesis. That was a bit of a insurance write-off from a previous company of sounds, was it not? <laughs> Are you that guys Genesis, on fraudulent affairs? That Genesis just... It didn't want to live on, but we forced it to live on. Yeah. Sam, what's the most questionable bike you've seen this week? Um, I had a bike in today that, well, I told the woman that the cranks didn't go round and she went, yeah, no, no, no about that. And they just didn't really turn. Did you see Rowley's crank? Did everyone yeah, see that on Insta? Then, yeah, which I was looking at that going, as his mechanic, I definitely didn't do that. So I, <laughs> I want to know, because he was blaming his mechanic and I know he doesn't take his bike anywhere else. So I want to know who's done that. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that was your fault? No, because the last thing I did to him was make his bike two by for training before that race. And then clearly he's made it one by himself, done a bad job of it, and then thought it's come out, my mechanics made a mistake. <laughs> or it was non. So now, no, it's not non because I, I do all the non stuff as well. <laughs> Non's bikes are immaculate. Yeah, so anyone that's seen me share stuff of Aaron's before is automatically then going, oh, Sam's done that. It can only be one man. Mm. And his, his name's Johnny and his surname's Baxter. <laughs> he's, the only, he's the only mechanic capable of that kind of <laughs> cock <-up. laughs> I promise you. I promise you. After seeing the amount I've seen today, there's a 
a lot of cowboy mechanics out there that <laughs> just do stuff with no thought or explanation. Maybe me and Russell, maybe that's how we can make some money. We should just start a mechanics business. If you do yeah. it badly, then then send them to me and we'll all just sort of create our own ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good he's managed to, to convince someone else to um, employ him out there so well that is true <laughs> they've obviously seen him drink beer though yeah. or hooch they've seen him drink a hooch <laughs> yeah. I've not seen a hooch yet any time someone comes in from Leeds are you just like giving them business cards to try and yeah I'm trying them? I mean apart from I had Simon in obviously earlier I was so going to say keep, have uh, you got Simon stood on the edge of your sand selling stuff for you he came in and just sang my praises to everyone. I was like, "Ah, oh, they've already employed me, Simon. Don't we don't we don't need this." <laughs> and drop some big bills. Aviators or not? <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously oh. aviators. What shirt did he have on? He had a Team GB Team GB T-shirt on. Oh, I love it. You know, he wears like With a someone... slick open collar shirt to the lake or whatever. <laughs> he was telling me about how in his hotel room he couldn't work out how to turn the lights off and put down the electric blind so we had to get reception up to do it for him of course he did and I said did you watch them do it and he went no no I'll have to get them back up again tonight <laughs> anything can so be I'll solved with enough with enough money I was like yeah I was like, that's what you pay for and he went yeah exactly right we should uh, we should probably wrap up there um, Russell thank you very much for coming on and wasting your evening talking rubbish with us no problem, my pleasure. And if people want to follow you, what are your next three races? Oh well, definitely Chengdu World Cup, and um, to be confirmed on the other two, which hopefully will be will be Miyazaki World Cup or will Tongyong first in South Korea, and then Miyazaki in Japan. And they're all one weekend in in November, right? Yeah, <laughs> last <laughs> last three weekends in a row in October. So. Done by Halloween. There we go. Right, Sam, I'll chat to you soon on another podcast. Hopefully we have Tom back. No offence to Russell oh, or Kieran. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as much as we... <laughs> yeah, we're just lining up. the ne- I don't know who the next guest will be, but we're just, we're just motoring through people. Tom's burned out. He just needed a two weeks recovery from the podcast after nine episodes. <laughs> Maybe me and you can go away next week and leave Tom to find two guests. Don't say yeah. that. He'll be be saying that he's carrying the podcast if he needs that much of a rest. <laughs> That's why his knees hurting. <laughs> Took an arrow to it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right, cheers, lads. All right, cheers. Thanks for having me.